0: You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM.
1: Now, our vet Pete Weatherburn has returned from his world travels. Uh, Davros, is it? Your <laughs> <laughs> it was, Edin- Davos, was it, it was Davos. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Oh, Edinburgh. Oh,
0: Edinburgh. I had a weekend. Ha- in how's Edinburgh. it looking? Great. I love Edinburgh. What a great city! It always seems to have blue skies and sunshine when I'm in Edinburgh. It's And the, the architecture is magnificent. Old yeah, Georgian the old town buildings. or the new Both town. the old town and the new town in their own ways. It's just a very historical city. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Did yeah. you have a wee dram? Uh, I always have a wee malt whisky, yeah. The, the, the best whisky in the world, of course. that's whiskey without the E
1: yes it is that's Mm. not real stuff but anyway Mm. not to worry Um, you know what's fascinating about uh, Edinburgh is those underground buildings you know the buildings Mm. that are actually uh, because Edinburgh Old Town is uh, you obviously being from there can correct me but it's a new city built on
0: an old one that's right yeah and you you can actually go under the new city and you can see the old streets it is quite remarkable yeah it's
1: uh I bet you haven't been down there' cause you you're from there
0: <laughs> that's the usual way <laughs> How did you guess how did you guess the thing the tourists do the tourists do it um I'd like to do it one day I've, I hear it's very good <laughs> anyway in the world of animals how are we doing well what I'm thinking about this week is a common, it's Pete p-
1: Weatherburn, our vet, by the way. Yes, that, did p- I say that already? Pete yeah. Weatherburn, our vet, from yeah. Bray Vet, an old kind in Bray.
0: Sorry, Pete. I'm thinking me. about diabetes because we've been seeing a few cases recently and it's one of those conditions that I think everybody knows that humans can get diabetes, but they forget that not just dogs get it, but also cats can get it. And we probably diagnose a new case of diabetes maybe once every month. It's like, it's that common. And, um, and it's, a, it's an interesting problem because... Um, People hate to hear that the diagnosis has been made because they know that in nearly every case, it means they have to give an injection to their pet every day for the rest of the pet's life.
1: Wow, is this always type 2 then? there's always it
0: lifestyle? Cats, cats, yeah, it's always type 2. Um, whereas, in uh, well, occasionally cats have a type of diabetes which can be sorted out just by a special diet, like a very high-protein, low-carb diet. But in most cases... Um, injections are needed, in nearly every case, and certainly in dogs, in every case, um, an injection once or twice a day is needed. And people find that, the thought of that, really difficult. In actual fact, it's much easier than you'd think, because the needles that are used are so fine that it's it's just like putting a, um, if you can imagine putting a really sharp knife into cheese, like there's almost no resistance at all. It's the same when you're putting... Um, a really sharp needle into an animal. And where, no whereabouts resistance. in a dog now? Well, you, you you'd have to give it subcutaneously. That means under the skin. And... Where that means, generally, is the back of the neck. And what we... Oh, what, gee, I, I, you know, The thought of it is horrible. Imagine having a needle stuck in the back of your neck. Every Ow. single day! Ow! Twice a day, sometimes. Oh. But the thing is, the animals... Have you ever seen a, a, a bitch or a mother cat carry the young around? They carry them around by the scruff of the neck. So animals, naturally, have got quite a lot of loose skin at the back of their neck. And so that means that when you give an injection there, um, you're, you're injecting into quite a big space. Rather than... Like, the back of our neck... the the skin is quite tight and quite tense and so an injection now you know you'd feel it whereas um, animals often don't even notice when you do it and what we generally say to people is look because you're gonna have to give these injections once or twice a day what you do is you start on one side of the neck quite far forwards then the next day go a bit further back the next day a bit further back so after seven days you've got kind of towards the base of the neck and then the next week you start at the top of the neck again and go at the front then a bit further back a bit further back so basically what that means is you're you're never going to be injecting in the same place you're rotating you're rotating yeah. it and so could so that means that if there is a little bit of a bruise caused by an injection you're not going to be injecting into that bruise bruise you're not going to be giving it an injection to that site for at least two weeks so you know it's it's a, a way of making sure and that it's there's no
1: magic tablet and all this sort of stuff
0: no in, in humans I know they, there's tablets that, that, that do the trick but no in animals no such luck unfortunately um, the only answer is the injections but the injections work really really well and um, I've known dogs um, lived to the age of 15 or 16 as diabetic pets. It doesn't necessarily um, shorten their life in the way that you might think that it would do. If an owner's careful to do everything possible to maintain them at the right level, then they can live for a long, long time indeed and have very, very normal lives. They, you know, you wouldn't know there was anything wrong with them to see them. They just yeah. look like normal pets.
1: In um, humans, uh, diabetes is a notifiable disease, you know? What, I don't know. One of those green book things. No, so definitely not. Do you not. have to buy this thing every month, a month supply or something? Yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's quite expensive. Um, yeah. um, it, it, when humans have diabetes, I guess the the state helps out with the cost of this, but in, in, in the animal world, um, people have to pay for their own insulin um, and their own syringes and needles, and they're not cheap, you know? You're talking, I don't know, um, 50 or 60 euros maybe for a bottle of insulin that might last a month. So over Seriously? A long- oh yeah, yeah. So, so over a long time, it really builds up to, to, to you know, a lot of money. Um, and, um, again, it's one of those situations, and I know I talk about this a lot, but if a pet's insured, then you just pay 100 euros, and then the rest of it is covered for you for the whole year. And and that's it's one of the great reasons why it's good to have pets insured.
1: Yeah, and how mm. prevalent is this? How how often does it
0: happen? Um, how often does it happen? You said what? I, we, see, we see a case probably, like I say, once a month, a new case once a month, either a dog or a cat. Uh, and you can see them coming. Like, the, there was, they had one last month, and it was so classic. The owner said, she suddenly started drinking loads of water. This is a middle-aged dog. She's drinking loads of water, and she's ravenously hungry. Um, and, like, he said, could she have diabetes? He knew himself, because those are the absolute classic signs, especially the big thirst. Um, and I remember one case years ago, um, there was a, a vet, was um, a senior vet was helping out, a young vet with a case with a dog, um, he didn't know, the older vet didn't know what was wrong with the dog, but he came in to help the younger vet um, look at this animal. And when the dog came out of his kennel, the first thing the dog did was a big piddle. And, and the, the older vet helped tidy up, uh, clean up the piddle. And he said to the younger vet, that dog's got diabetes. And do you know how he knew? He knew because as he was cleaning up the puddle, he noticed that the that the um the 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 wet areas were sticky, and the reason they were sticky was because there was sugar in the urine, and so he jumped to the conclusion that the reason the urine Sticky is because there's likely to be sugar in it. Therefore, this dog likely has diabetes, and he was exactly right. So that's a bit of lateral thinking for you.
1: Yeah, right. So watch out for those sort of symptoms. It might not be that, of course, but but uh, no, there's the same lots time. of
0: there's lots of different causes of increase in thirst. There right. are lots, but probably diabetes is the number one case uh, cause. And so, if your dog starts to do that, go to the vet with a urine sample. The vet will test the urine with a dipstick. And if there's sugar in the urine, that is much absolutely diagnostic your dog has diabetes okay. so it's a very easy it's a very easy condition to, to diagnose it's a bit tricky to stabilize it because you have to work out how much insulin the dog needs and you know some dogs might need five units some dogs might need oh, 30 units a it's fiddly it's, it's fiddly all right but it yeah. can be done it can be done and dogs that are stabilized and cats they go on to very very normal lives all right you take your word for it
1: okay <laughs> um here's sandra uh has sent in a text here could you please ask pete how long do you need to keep a cone on a
0: puppy after it has been spayed well that depends very much on the puppy there are some some dogs that never need to have a cone because they just don't go near their wound at all other dogs because there's if there's anything at all unusual in their skin such a little wound they'll just be at it licking and licking and nibbling and nibbling and they can open up a wound and cause a great deal of damage to themselves So I suppose a typical case, the cone might have to be on for seven to ten days. That'd That'd be, you know, if a dog needs a cone, probably that's as long as the wound takes to heal completely. Um, after 7 or 10 days you can take it off but I'd always be saying look it depends on the individual animal um, and um, I would always take the cone off and keep an eye on the dog and if the dog is just leaving the wound alone showing no interest in it then that's grand if you take the cone off and the dog immediately at themselves nibbling and biting well then on. you should put it back on again oh, alright yeah. I
1: hope that's satisfactory there Sandra thank you very much indeed Pete good thank good you Declan
0: thank you and you
1: can hear this broadcast again on Pete's website which is vet.com and uh, Pete as well. If you can find him yourself if you need him, he's on Old Connor Avenue in Bray with the practice there. Thanks very much indeed. Thank you.